listening to Downworlder Dish, a Shadowhunter Chronicles podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 86, where we will be discussing chapter six of Clockwork Prince in Silence Sealed. I'm Kristen. I'm Robin. And I'm Amanda. Okay, so I did that really cringy thing where I stopped my friend from telling a genuine story. <laughs> Um, so I could start the recording so she <laughs> would tell it on air. So Robin, proceed. Okay, you guys, I went to Home Depot today and I got Halloween decorations for outside of my house and I feel like a genuine adult. Absolutely. I wanted yeah, them for you got. so long because inside I'd like to do more like autumn fall mm-hmm. decoration so that way they can slide into thanksgiving yeah uh-huh. and it's my favorite season so that way it stretches over the three months we do uh-huh. orange um christmas lights oh. and i keep those up because whatever but anyway i got an inflatable nightmare before christmas zero dog <laughs> and it's i don't like inflatable decorations but there wasn't much. I think Halloween They're is different. Cute. I do. Yeah. Because I agree with you. But And I wasn't going to spend $200 on like a mechanical. Right. Automaton. Like those people by your old apartments. <gasps> yeah. I know you both know what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> yes. Those Dude. things were giant though. That was like the size of a bounce house. Seriously, their entire huge yard was full of them. It was crazy. It's got to be so expensive. Uh, Yeah, they must buy one every year. We have a house up the road from our house. That sounded weird. But they have a giant T-Rex skeleton in their front yard. And it's like, it's huge. That's awesome. I heard that Shia LaBeouf or somebody like that has um, like like an actual museum dinosaur skeleton in their house and so they can't move or they'd have to leave the skeleton or with you know with the house like it's not movable so yeah I that's think crazy. it was I love oh my God. but anyway that's insane yeah we got like yard stakes and like the fake grave or whatever to headstones uh-huh. yeah but they had in there a giant like black angel of death with like a huge sword and I was like dude is motherfucking Razio bro like on the dark side yeah and they had like the hood up and its face was all black it's like a a silent bro did you get it (laughs) with like Razio blended together it was it was crazy oh I love fall did you get it (laughs) me too (sighs) Robin can you hear me yeah what did you get it Oh, hell no, dude. It was like $400. Oh. <laughs> Damn. Yep. And it was a blow up? No, it was like a automaton. Oh, okay. Okay. People like, that do haunted houses probably get stuff like that. Uh-huh. Mm. It's so crazy when people do that. It's so When I used to live up in Battleground, there were all kinds of people that would just, their garage, they'd go all out and they'd take yeah. food donations and stuff and- just all this really cool stuff for, you know, that's nuts. It's crazy. Give out apple cider and just uh-huh. 
they must love Halloween. I I loved decorating for holidays and stuff at work. Like in the office, we would do like, we did a whole haunted house in the entire office. And we had like a whole floor of this building. It was super cool. Um, And we do stuff like that in like costume competitions. And like every holiday we decorated and birthdays. And I love doing that stuff. I do not have the fucking energy to do that in my own house. Like, I, I don't understand to. how my grandma and my mom do it. Like, yeah. oh my God, no. I have a toddler now, so nothing, no. We don't, we, we're hardly even able to decorate for Christmas last year. Exactly. Yeah. Christmas is where I focus my attention. Like, that's all I can handle. <laughs> I can't do the rest of I don't of them. do spring or, like, Valentine's Day or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I never really was able to, but now that I have a garage, I have mm-hmm. totes. Mm-hmm. My goats. Yep that they can just go into for the holiday totes or whatever. Yep. So I figured I'll do that old lady thing where you go buy the stuff on clearance after the holiday. Yes. And then put it in my totes, my goats for next year. That's, that's the adult moment. That right there. That's the, that's how I got my light up dinosaur for Christmas (laughs) this year. I got him for like $15. He's adorable. I love it. Oh, I really quickly, I'm sorry this is in the middle of Robin's store. I have to share a confession really quick. Mm. This is my confession. I always, yeah, I always see these TikTok videos that are like, what's the laziest thing you've ever done or something like that. I think sure. I had my moment today. So oh God. <laughs> I was buying something on Amazon and my husband's debit card had expired. I just had his on there just because whatever. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to get up and go into the garage and undo the security code and everything to go into my garage to go to my car and get my purse mm-hmm. to put mine in. My husband is legit in another state right now working. And I mm-hmm. called him to have him read me his card number. <laughs> so I didn't have to get up and told him that Lincoln would be upset if I went into the garage again because he keeps thinking we're going to go somewhere. Oh, my God. Which is partially true. But... <laughs> That's I didn't hilarious. want to get up and walk 30 feet. <laughs> I've transferred money in bank you, accounts because I didn't want to go downstairs and get my purse. Yep. So I feel you. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's why I like PayPal. Yeah. Right? Dude. Yep. Because it's just my bank account, too. That's not going to expire. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. PayPal's where it's at. We be rocking. <laughs> Pro show, not sponsored. So, how's soccer going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. True. oh, it was good. They Audrey played her first game today, and it was really, really hot. Yeah. And the amount of children on their team, there's only one sub, so she played the entire game. Mm-hmm. And she did Crazy. good, and it was so fun to watch. That's awesome. Yeah. Do you like the coach and everything? Yeah, she played forward good. this year, which she's never done before. And she's very good at it. So she was excited. She was excited. Have you watched Ted Lasso yet? I'm watching Schitt's Creek right now. Okay. So everything else is dead to me. Next on the list. Oh my God. I was yesterday years old when Uh I finally put together that Catherine O'Hara is the voice of Sally on Nightmare Before Christmas. Okay. I don't think I knew that. Well, because we, we were watching, William and I were watching it because it's September, it's fall, y'all. Right. And I was like, oh, her voice sounds so familiar now. I, I want to know who did that. And I, I know I've looked it up before because I IMDB everything. And then mm-hmm. at that moment, I was like, Moira. <gasps> oh, funny. my God. I don't, 
I'm not a huge fan of that movie. I'm sorry. I try, but that's okay. You I, weren't emo I'm enough. Not it's fine. Yeah. I enjoy no, me it. me either. But yeah. Yeah. It's not, not necessarily a- one of my like every year I have to watch it movies like mm-hmm. Hocus Pocus. Really just Hocus Pocus. Um, yeah. Practical Magic. <laughs> you know. Beetlejuice. Uh, the craft. Edward Scissorhands. Mm. Mm-hmm. I have um, more Christmassy movies. It's a Wonderful Life, White Christmas, stuff like that. Yeah, my Christmas <sighs> movies are, I, yeah, they're just they're Halloween super Town. generic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Halloween Town. Yeah, I watched that last year oh, because yeah. we got Disney Plus, I and I was like, here. Oh. Have you guys ever been there? What? I mean, I've been to Scapoose, but yeah, 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 (laughs) St. Helens, but not during the thing, no, (laughs) no, I haven't either. I haven't either. I I have been, I have been to the Carver Cafe where Twilight was filmed. It was right down the street from my house, whatever. (laughs) And not to like brag or anything, right? I didn't know that that was there. That's cool. I lived there when they were filming. That's the, that's right. The one that's right across from the hangar, basically, right? Uh huh. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I live cool. next door to the hangar, which is now a parking <laughs> lot. Yeah. They tore down that house, which uh, is probably good. It needed to be condemned when I lived there. <laughs> oh, oh, young and living with a band, you know. <laughs> Seriously. I know. I remember going over there once to, to listen to the band. I'm like, how are we going to listen to a band at a house? And we go in the kitchen. I'm like, Okay. Dude, I had to cook in that kitchen while they were practicing. <laughs> An entire 16-foot-long wall of just amps and then and a this drum is not kit. Just a band. This is hard, heavy, like rah. Yeah. <laughs> it was intense. Yeah. It was Kristen also my that laundry hot room. pink Motorola Razor flip phone too. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> God, oh, I thought I was great. such hot shit. Oh, but you were. You were. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> so cringy. I'm I'm glad it was just still the very beginning of MySpace and we, we were not as <laughs> interconnected. <laughs> Camera phones were not as high tech as they are now. No. Thank God. <laughs> we still carried our digital cameras, even though our phones had cameras. <laughs> right. And the pictures were grainy as fuck. You could still deny it was you. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, no, that's just someone that looks like me. <laughs> Prove it. <laughs> oh, so great. I have a question for you guys. Ooh. Since we skipped it last week. Last week was a disaster. Oh, my God. <laughs> what happened to us? We, went, we were off the rails before it started. Yeah. <laughs> We That's spent fair. like an hour and a half talking before we started recording, which was not the plan. Yep. <laughs> Got to rein it in. Yeah. <sighs> so it was late. We were all delirious and sleep deprived. Okay. I have a question. We're playing wingman, cubicle mate, or arch nemesis. Okay. Oh, dang. Okay. And this is like arch office nemesis. Okay, this is real life. That person that you have to work with and you just, you hate each other. What's the first one again? Wingman. Oh, so like my Amanda. Wingman. Ah, Okay, get Uh it. Just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. 
Charlotte, Henry, or Sophie? Okay, listen. Give me a minute <laughs> to think this through. Okay. You said wingman, cubicle mate, nemesis. Yes. Okay. You need a wingman in office because? Like like your buddy. Like the your office bestie. Let's, okay. let's correct it to office bestie. Okay. Okay. Charlotte, Sophie, Henry. Uh-huh. I think I have mine. Okay. Okay, go. Okay. So I feel like my bestie would be Sophie. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. as we've seen, she kind of likes the goss. Yeah. You know. Yeah. She's young. My cubicle mate would be Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Because she's organized and, like, wouldn't get her shit over my shit. And she's a mm-hmm. hard worker. So, like, when I needed you to shut the fuck up, she would. Mm-hmm. And then office nemesis would be Henry because I feel like he would interrupt me a lot. Or yeah. be, like, scatterbrained mm-hmm. and, like, get on my nerves. In a working environment, not in real and life. And everyone else thinks he's funny, but you're just like, ugh. <laughs> yeah. I think mine's exactly the same, actually. For the same okay, reasons. Un- Right? Unfortunately, mine's the same, too. And that Aww. makes me feel like I didn't do a very good job thinking this through. <laughs> no, that was hard. I don't want yeah. to say that about Henry. Yeah, me either. But I was like, who's going to, like, be the least of, like, who's going to fuck up my life the least? Henry, uh-huh. for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like Charlotte would do some treacherous shit. Like, she she could, if she really wanted to. Well, Henry's so oblivious. He doesn't even know you hate him. Right? Uh-huh. I mean, Charlotte did tell Henry to go chop off fucking Alwish's head. I feel like she's got some darker tendencies that we don't always see. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's been around. Oh. All right. That's well, great. what do you say we cut the chit-chat and kick things off with Robin's recap? Previously on Downworld or Dish. I want to preface this by saying I tried really hard to give you a song. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't make it happen, and I'm really upset at myself. Oh. So um, it's sad because it was a a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, but I couldn't get it to work. Oh, I'm sorry. That's all right. That's all right. Because we all know Aloysius rhymes with Fergalicious. Uh-huh. Oh. So it was going to happen, but it just... It's Aloysius. Uh-huh. So delicious. And you were going to say, he's malicious. Ooh, see? Yep. We're just riffing. Yep. This is That's great. And he thinks you're suspicious. Ooh. Oh. Yeah. I was going to do it, but I couldn't get it all together. So... I like it. Um, R.I.P. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. Riff Raff drives a carriage past Yorkminster and through the gates of the York Institute. Starkweather greets the Hunters of Shadows and upon seeing Tessa decides to let them stay at the Institute for the evening. Aloysius shows everyone to their rooms and we reconvene at dinner. Jim, Tessa, and Will are all trying to digest their terrible food when Starkweather arrives fashionably late, carrying a banker's box filled with notes from Morty's parents' deaths. This opens up the perfect opportunity for Aloysius to go off on his racist tangent against Downworlders and how things were in the good old days, you know, before the Accords. 
He takes the trio up to his creepy room filled with spoils, and it's too much for Tessa, who began to pass out, and her head hit the wall. Boom! Okay, too much TikTok. I think I even said it wrong. Do you remember? Have you seen that one? Uh-uh. Um, I'll send you it. Okay. Thank so later she's in her room struggling against the nightmare and Will comes in to wake her up and they like end up arguing again. And this is all just getting really like repetitive and annoying. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. After breakfast the next day, they take the carriage out to Morty's manor house and get out to crouch around and slither like silent snake assassins in the tall grass when they see a carriage come round and a young girl get out. Will starts freaking the fuck out and repeating, Cecily. Except he probably didn't say it like that. That was him still being a snake assassin. Cecily. Right. I'm a snake. (laughs) I don't know what you guys are talking about. You are so old. You haven't seen that? That's years old. I'll have to send that to you. It's really funny. I am an old lady, okay? I'm wearing a shawl that I knit myself. It's very cute. It's so warm. It's great. I love That's it. That's awesome. You look like Claire. <laughs> That's why I knit this. This is based on one that she wore. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> I found the pattern online. I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> I miss having time to do that. <laughs> I don't have skills to do that. It's not hard. No. It's just, it's a lot of time, especially something yeah. big. It's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's like a commitment. It's like a couple months to make it. Yeah. <laughs> especially if you're slow like me. <laughs> so broody, saintly, and nerdy belly up to the turf. <laughs> Watch the dark haired girl who I'm assuming is the infamous Cecily because Will keeps fucking repeating that name. Right. <laughs> they watch her disappear into Ravenscar Manor. And Will is feeling some kind of way because when he gets to his feet, the boy is wrecked. He's like shaking, muttering. It's He's clearly distraught. And Tessa forgets herself a bit and lets her blatant jealousy slip when she unleashes a rather bold, quote, who on earth is Cecily? Girl's not messing around. Like this is she the is. only female wow. name he's ever she's ever heard him say. Really, right? you know. She's well, it's already pointed out jealous. that she knows that she's young, right? Oh yeah. Because in the last chapter, she's saying that she what looked to be about fourteen. Mm-hmm. So it's like, calm down, lady. And, and I love how how people just so accurately guess people's ages from hundreds of feet away. <laughs> yep. So, and Jem, as always, rushes to his parabrotai side, pleading with Will to let them in, you know, emotionally. Knock, knock. Um, (laughs) Right? Ding dong. Do you want to build a snowman? (laughs) (laughs) My favorite thing about this scene is how fucking shell-shocked Will is. And that, like, 180-degree shift from his normal personality just, like, mind fucks both Gem and Tessa. They have no clue how to manage Will, like, in this state. They're like, who is this person? What have you done with Will? <laughs> we can handle Broody. We just can't right. handle Moody. Right. We're like, I don't know. You're broken. You're not talking. You're not quoting anything. We don't know what's <laughs> happening. <coughs> 
Dickens. The, could you say it scared the Dickens out of him? Mm. <laughs> but um. <laughs> yep. Sorry, I was swallowing. I wanted night, to guys. do that. Thank you. <laughs> well, what did you say? Come for the shadow hunters. Stick around for the jokes. Yes. That's right. That's right, baby. <sighs> That's like. <laughs> I was literally Robin and I were both in the office together the other day and the phones were just going crazy and it was unusually busy and I answered this phone call from a customer and he just wants to make sure his address is corrected in our profits in our system whatever and so um I go and correct his address and I'm like okay great you know and I start doing the you know hinting to get off the phone he legit kept me on the phone for like 10 minutes telling me dad jokes dude dude <laughs> I I hate really that. think he was reading them from a book or something. And he kept saying, Well, I'm glad I could put a smile on your face today. And I'm like, Thanks, John. And then he has and then he has to keep going. And I'm just like, the phones are all four lines are ringing right now, bro. I gotta go. <laughs> Dude. Dude. <sighs> I feel you. Okay. So back to Will uh, practically catatonic. The only thing he can manage to say is Cecily. And boy, oh boy, that strikes Tessa's last damn nerve. <laughs> She is not excited about this. Yes. <laughs> She's on the little... jealousy. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yep. <laughs> She's swimming in it. <laughs> so I'm going to read a little excerpt. Yes, you've said that already, said Tessa. She heard the sharpness in her own voice and softened it with effort. It was unkind to speak to someone so obviously distraught, even if... Uh, Oh, to speak to someone so obvi wait, what? You need a comma after distraught. Okay. There Thank you, know. you. I appreciate you. <laughs> it was unkind to speak so to someone so obviously distraught, even if he did fuck, even if he did insist on staring into space and muttering Cecily at intervals. Alright. So did you hear that? It took effort to shelf that attitude sis is (laughs) sis is the jealous type like dude got me what (laughs) so she's jealous surprise surprise we saw that one coming will's not really paying attention to either her or Jem. he's a million miles away in his head and we've all been there of course And he's kind of thinking out loud. And he says, she was, Christ, she was nine years old when I left. And Jem is like off to the side, frantically putting together the context clues. And he slaps his buzzer and yells, what is your sister? (laughs) (laughs) And that right there is music to Tessa's ears. Okay. She's like, oh, she hears the angels singing. (laughs) She puts her earrings back in. Yeah. Right. She, she like takes her out her scrunchie. Back on. Yeah. <laughs> Quote, Tessa felt a loosening of something tight around her heart and cursed herself inwardly for it. What did it matter whether Cecily was Will's sister or someone he was in love with? It had nothing to do with her. Yeah. Keep telling yourself that, babe. Like, yeah. <laughs> come on. Don't don't deny. Like, you know you know (laughs) stop lying to yourself so without warning will books it for the manor just like full full on (laughs) down the hill Jem and tessa are like dude chill like what the fuck 
But Will's the man on a mission. If Cecily's there, then the rest of his family probably is too. And Tessa once again suspiciously and conveniently dense in a moment where she probably shouldn't be is like, um, actually, this is Mortmain's house. I looked at the paperwork and the deed clearly read Axel Mortmain. Um, it doesn't make sense that your family would be at his house. Like, why? That doesn't make any sense. And like, listen, I like Tessa. I do. I just don't like her in these moments that don't feel genuine. Like, I could understand her going, like, but what would your family be, like, asking the questions? Like, why? I wonder why. You know what I mean? But not, like, well, that just doesn't make any sense. Like, you know, my world is black and white. and Like, obviously, she's been with the Shadowhunters for how long? Like, she knows crazy shit happens. Like, obviously... Well, she knows nothing about his family, obviously. Right. So, so how it's even I have more um, just one of those in my section, too. Don't worry. You're not alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So moving on, uh, this next part is kind of one of those, like, psychic info dumps where the character magically knows all the answers without context and, like, as to really why they know. Um, and it's just, like, to move the plot forward. It's the exact opposite of Tessa's reaction um I understand the utility of of like why we need to just get to the next point but it's annoying and boring so I'm just gonna summarize uh what we find out and we can get to the good stuff so the general consensus is that this is no coincidence okay some way somehow Will's family is wrapped up with Mortmain and any way you slice it it's bad news bears for their Herondales okay so like we know that this is not a good situation not ideal. And Will recognizes the carriage that she rolled up in as his family. And I don't know why, but when I was reading this, like, upon reread, it just kind of hit me that this is, like, their version of, the, like, the family minivan. <laughs> like, that you have through all the kids. Like, you wait until the last kid goes off to college before you buy a new car. Like, yep. I feel like it's <laughs> kind of the same. Like, it's like, oh, yeah, you're going to recognize that. Like. I know that ding I put that there when I was a freshman. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Wait. So Will recognizes his family is in danger, and naturally he wants to go and warn them. I mean, even the Shadowhunters were fooled by Morty's uh, seemingly harmless facade. So, like, what chance does his family stand? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Will takes off again, but Jem's on his heels. And this is a bad fucking idea on so many levels, the least of which being that this is like super fucking against the law right and puts his family in more danger if he tries to reach out to them i just don't understand like Mm -hmm. sorry like send tessa right she has no allegiance to the clave in that way it's not breaking the law if she does it or like have her transform into somebody that they don't know she can change her fucking face right Use it. Yeah, that's she's all, like Arya Stark. Good points. Mm-hmm. Come on. Mm-hmm. It, it's one of those things because, like, I can see from a writer's perspective when you're you're doing this, like, you don't want their power to be able to solve every problem, that's right? Because then that's boring. That's but fair. at the same time, when it's so glaringly like, what happens later? makes like makes it more urgent right because they you know obviously we're gonna get to it it's the automaton Mm -hmm. but 
so that makes it kind of like, okay, they can't really do that while this is happening or whatever. But up until that point, they don't know about that. So why wouldn't this be a thought process? They're literally in York so she can get something to turn into and use her power for another thing. Like it's top of mind. Right. <laughs> well, and even like, okay, I'm, I'm going to go one step further and, and I'm, I'm going to the end of the chapter and I'm sorry, but like you said, we've read it already. Yeah. She legit has Starkweather's button in her freaking pocket. So it's not right. like she'd have to find something. Right. And she although he would be in a dress. So she has her Rolodex of, <laughs> right? That would be awkward. Riffraff in a dress like that. <laughs> That's so scary. Oh. I like how Gotchel, like Gotchel was initially who Riffraff was, but now it's just morphed into Aloysius is also <laughs> Riffraff. They just look the same. Everybody that lives there. Right. It's like the Janets <laughs> from The Good Place. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, I love that Dude, show. Bad Janet's my favorite. That actress is so amazing. Uh-huh. Yes. So the broskies get into a scuffle, and I guess the disturbance in the parabroti force must fuck with their impeccable balance runes because the two go ass over a tea kettle down the hill until... Finally, their descent comes to an abrupt end when they smash into a giant boulder. Serves you right for fighting. <laughs> like, I feel like if I had more than one child, like, I had that sibling. Like, because this feels very sibling-y to me. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, hmm, that's what you fucking get. Like, I would be that mom. <laughs> I'd be like, I fucking boo-hoo, are mom. you bleeding? I no? Okay, walk yeah. it off. <laughs> I am that mom, and I only have one kid. <laughs> One young one. (laughs) Will and Jem have this very like Deathly Hallows moment where Will is reading for Ron and tells his bestie that he just doesn't understand because Jem's family is dead and he doesn't have to worry about them anymore. You know, because they're dead in case you forgot, best (laughs) friend. Right. Fuck. (laughs) But don't worry. You don't have to worry about them anymore. Right. I listened to this in the car on the way from running errands today Mm because I knew I wasn't going to have time to sit down and read it. And I was like, oh, damn. (laughs) Right? It still catches you. (laughs) But don't worry. Jem's inflappable as always. Um, I'm going to read this next excerpt because we need to talk about it. So, quote, I do understand. And unless you want your family dead, too, you'll listen to me. Will went very still. In a choked voice, he said, James, you can't possibly. I've never. Look, Jem raised the hand. <clears throat> Jem raised the hand that wasn't gripping Will's shirt and pointed. There, look. Okay. So we'll get into what he's pointing out in a minute, but I want your take on this scene because at first I thought Will was trying to like let Jem know that he didn't mean what he said. Like he instantly regretted it. But then the more I reread it, the more confused I become. Because it kind of feels like a threat. Like, it kind of feels like Will might see it as a, or hear it as a threat, right? Not that Jem would intend that. Um, but is is Will reacting to that? Like, I, I don't know. What are your thoughts? How do you take this scene? I always kind of, or always, I just kind of feel like he's saying, I've never, like, I haven't told you the whole story. You don't know everything about my family sort mm. of thing is where I thought he was going to go with that. Mm. I thought 
he I thought Will thought that Jim was saying like like um like the clave's gonna find out and they're gonna die. And he's like, How could you? Like you can't possibly like like I've never like what? All right. So maybe maybe we'll get clarity later. So back to the scene. Uh, they all look to where Jem is pointing, and sure as shit, standing on top of the hill is a fucking automaton. But it doesn't look like the skinwalkers. Oh, nay, nay. <laughs> this one isn't even trying to hide the fact that he's a robot. He's just letting all his nuts and bolts hang out. Okay? <laughs> he's like, I am what I am. I'm here to fuck shit up. <laughs> So the the freakiest the freakiest thing about Edward Sawhands is that he's just standing there facing them, but the dude has no eyes. Blech. No thanks. Yep. Get me on a train to Nopeville. No. <laughs> and Tessa's trying her best not to scream in horror. Like she's like giving her she's like, I will not scream. I will not scream. <laughs> Which is totally something I would do. Yeah. But I'd probably fail. Okay. But can oh sorry, can I tell you that when I was listening to this because I didn't read it, I thought of that robot in that movie where Robin Williams voices oh. the robots. You know what, what I'm talking is, about? Is it? Isn't it like the 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 title of the movie is like the guy's name, right? He's like the butler. Like, hold on just a minute. Robot that like gets a heart or something. No, the movie's called Robots. Oh. So, oh, the cartoon one? Or, like, the yep. animation one? Yep. Oh, gotcha. Robin and Williams did that movie? Did he I'm do a voice sure. for it? I know he did the Butler one. Um, I could be wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just I'm surprised he would do that. I've, yeah, I've yeah, seen it once. With that. So. Mel Brooks, Amanda Bynes, yeah. Drew Carey, and Robin Williams. Nice. Drew Carey. Crazy. Before anyway. was on The Price is Right. <sighs> That's what I thought of, and I, and I don't know why. Okay, so Tessa's trying her best not to scream in horror as Jem explains that the robot has been following them. You see, Jem noticed a flash of uh, metal in a mostly pre-industrial part of the country while they were actively investigating an evil villain who just so happens to have an army of metal creatures who, on more than one occasion, have tried to murder them. (laughs) And thus, my friends... I give you Jem's fatal flaw. He doesn't know how to gossip and speculate. Major red flag. (laughs) (laughs) Like, you have to know how to get down with the cheese, May. Otherwise, (laughs) this can't work. Yeah, it just seems weird to not mention that. Like, I thought I just, just even under your breath, like, I thought I just saw something weird. You know, just. Why would you? But at what point? In this sort of investigative, like, investigation discovery moment, are you, is it not a good time to mention and tell other people that you saw something weird? If you see something, say something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hot damn. So, Will is convinced um, he he doesn't want to risk leading the robot to his family. So, Jem lets him up. Big mistake. Huge. 
Julie <laughs> Roberts, huge. Okay. Big. Because what does Will do? He takes off again. This time up the hill towards the automaton. Fuck. Where's ah, toddler? <laughs> right? Like, fuck. We can't take you anywhere. This is why we can't yeah. have anything nice, Will. So, of course, Jim takes off after his bro, and Tessa's left trying to catch up to them, but her massive skirts are a fucking problem. And I really love that this is acknowledged in the book. Like, that's hard. There, there yeah. are a lot of layers. That shit is heavy. You're trying to, like, run outdoors. Dear God. Um, and Tessa no. finally has her, like, aha moment where she starts to appreciate those training clothes. She's like, I see the appeal. <laughs> I got it now. Yeah. Yep. Huffing and puffing, she reaches the top of the hill just in time because plot um, to see Jem disappear into the trees. And I give Tessa a lot of shit. Okay. But there's one thing you can't deny. This girl is ride or die because she says, fuck it. And just like goes after him. She's like, fuck it. Dark forest that I don't know what is in it. Mm, let's go. Forbidden what? forest shit. Okay, right. I have a question before Amanda mm-hmm. starts. What do you think? So in this passage that you're talking about where she's comparing the training clothes to her clothes, she talks about how she's really out of breath because of her corset. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So what do you think they wear under their training clothes? Po- a corset just not as tight? She probably right. wears stays, like not boned. And not tightly laced, like, to fit a garment or anything. So, like, it's just, it's material sewn in a way to, like, be supportive. And you still, like, lace up um, stays. But there's no boning. There's no, like, hard. Like, it's all soft. It's just a kind of, like, it's like a bra. But Mm -hmm. it's, like, it takes up more of your body. Okay. So, I'm sure that's what they would wear. Thank you for that. Googling it. Okay. She also points out when she's talking about the clothes, like now I see how men basically can get around so much faster. She's like, this is why they're faster Mm -hmm. than us. (laughs) Yeah. It's almost like they don't want us to run away. Oh, crazy. shit. (laughs) Shots fired. It's it's fall, baby. You know what that means. Burn. It's crazy to think about like, okay, I know we were talking about Outlander earlier, mm-hmm. but that scene where they find her and she's in her clothes from like uh-huh. the pre, yeah. like pre post-war. Yeah. Uh-huh. And like, it's crazy to think how much more she was supposed to be wearing and what like, they must've just been like, oh my God. Erg my Erg Damn it. Okay. So Tessa gets to this like foresty area and doesn't see either of the boys. So of course, this is when the automaton finds her and attacks. Perfect timing. (laughs) (laughs) She thought, um, she thought of her training with fucking Gabriel and grabs a fallen tree branch that was nearby. And she uses it to try to block the attack, but it doesn't really work. Um, and the robot goes for her throat. Like it, it has like this claw machine hand that I don't know if it comes out of its arm or if it's already out but it's just it almost is described as if like it's reaching for her and then suddenly there's like these fingers that are I don't know it's creepy I don't like it grab my strong arm speaking of Schitt's Creek oh god (laughs) yeah (laughs) Roland 
<laughs> it reminds me of the baby from Toy Story with the the head, and it's oh, on the, the little spider feet. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so she, this thing is like going at her throat. She's obviously on the ground, and she suddenly feels a flutter or something, and she can tell that it's her clockwork angel. Um, so the automaton jerks its hand back and was bleeding like this creepy oil automaton blood. And um, then suddenly it's bleeding really heavily through its chest and Tessa can see Will standing behind this thing with a sword. First of all, I just want to say <laughs> it's got to be oil, right? Not actual blood, because why yeah. would they need blood? That would just be for like fun. Yeah, no, oil is for- their blood, right? right (laughs) it's the blood of a machine sure also i can't wait to learn more about this well i hope we do obviously because this is what the series is named after but the clockwork like the angel Mm -hmm. thing is very vague so far Mm -hmm. so Uh i really want to know more about and i think she even mentions that later like i don't even know what happened but this motherfucker's vague booking yeah right (laughs) could use thoughts and prayers won't go into details okay thanks oh my god (laughs) Oh, that's what I was going to say. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. <laughs> you mentioned Facebook. That's what it was. <laughs> the um, In our Facebook group, someone posted the Typhoid Mary poster. Oh, and yeah. I saw it. And I was like, oh, my God, I need that. And so <clears throat> I looked. I zoomed in and I saw the name of the artist. So I looked it up on Etsy and I ordered a print. I'm excited. Awesome. Wash that your feckin' hands. <laughs> I feel like I need that in my bathroom. Yeah. Okay. That's where I'm putting mine. <laughs> That's what I was going to ask. Where will you put it? That's mm-hmm. great. <laughs> well, because I have, I have these like three, like, illustrate, this is kind of weird, illustrative nudes in my bathroom. Okay. Um, but they're like, they're like kind of like pinup style. So like one's in a tub and one's like on a bed and one, like, they're like, but they're they're illustrations, right? But I, I have three of them, and I'm like, oh, that's it'll go good with the illustrative, like thing I've got going on. I know that sounds creepy, but they're if really cute. So. They're really cute. <laughs> they're from a local artist. I got them at the Saturday market. Awesome. And they're like signed and stuff. They're adorable. I don't have stuff. the The most artistic thing I have in my house is this really cool painting that we bought. Cassie when we were at like a fair Mm -hmm. and it's this man that um paints with his mouth because he's disabled like physically disabled so that's the only way he can Mm -hmm. it's amazing he has like all these paintings yeah he's just sitting there at the fair painting it's crazy anyway we have one of those it's really cool that's awesome (laughs) that's my kind of art (laughs) I I love that stuff like when you go to like especially like flea markets and stuff and there's like vendors and artists and stuff you're just like people come up with the coolest shit yeah it's amazing it is etsy is really cool for obviously Mm -hmm. where you got that that's it's really cool what people come up with i'm like oh i could do that but i have no create creativity so i'd have to just copy them right (laughs) so there i lost it (laughs) oh okay so anyway I think it's crazy that Will's been running around and doing all this shit with a full-on sword on his hip. <laughs> it was in a tube. That's right. Duh. Of course it was. It's a fucking lightsaber. <laughs> That's right. Use the Schwartz. 
Yeah. So Jem stood there holding the witch light for Will because in the trees, I guess it's really dark. And it reminds me of like when you have to hold the flashlight for your dad or your husband while they're like trying to fix the car and you can, you're never (laughs) in the right spot. Yes. They're, they really appreciate you trying, but you're really just in the way and they want you to get the fuck out. Uh huh. It's like when your husband comes into the kitchen when you're really stressed out before people are coming over for dinner and asks you if you need help with anything. And you're like, no, because it'll take longer for me to explain to you how to do it than just to do it myself. So just yep. leave me alone and stop bothering me with questions. This this is 30 <laughs> seconds I could have been like de-seeding a fucking avocado. Okay. Uh, that's great. <laughs> I've put my hands on his shoulder and moved him. Yep. <laughs> Why are you standing literally? The stove is here. This the is a one is butt kind of kitchen. behind me, category, like catty corner, and you're literally standing in between the two appliances. Why are you doing that? Right. You're like Do physically you, I have a knife now. in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> Could be a terrible um, accident. T- tell me you're married without telling me you're married. <laughs> yeah. Right there. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh, that's <sighs> great. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, okay. So Will starts to like interrogate the automaton, wanting to know why he is there. And so he finally gets out of this thing that it was sent as a message from old Morty. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> that if the shadow hunters don't back the fuck up and stop digging into um, Morty's memoirs, <laughs> <laughs> they don't want him to look into his past. Basically, <laughs> he doesn't. He will kill Will's family. Actually, I don't think he actually says kill. I think he just says destroy. Which mm-hmm. I guess is the same thing, but maybe it's just I'll destroy a their worse. name. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it he's a, feels he's a Dalek. Exterminate. Yeah. Feels painful. <laughs> yes. And he the, the what, part of the message is like you can't even warn them. Like you need to just stop, ever, stop <sighs> everything, go, whatever. Do, Do you think, think a funny, Spice like, Girls track was playing? Stop right now. <laughs> Thank, Thank you, you very, very much. much. <laughs> I need someone with a human touch. Because I'm a robot and I can't touch things say. myself. A human oh. touch. Yeah. That's the song. What did you say, Robin? Because I'm a robot and I can't feel things for myself. Oh. oh. <laughs> or I can't touch things myself. I don't know what I said, but I like the second one better. So, <laughs> Dude, do you remember the age when you'd make up like dance routines to like songs on the radio? Fuck. I still 100%. do. 100%. Yeah. My kid has never done that. Like she didn't Audrey but, ever had a fashion show a couple times, model stuff, but oh. I don't think they were ever choreographed things. I remember yeah, you like, did their hair and makeup for them. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh the, the, they did. They they had the crazy rocker hair and makeup mm-hmm. that one time. Oh You're yeah. Right. And they were I doing Monster that. High songs. Yes. Yes. Yep. Yeah, but they were, like, making, like, they were just playing. Like, we were organized. We had, like, oh, yeah. I, I was Ginger Spice. There was, like, coordinated dance moves. You're, you'd be like, Stacy, you're not on time. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's a, yeah. it was a thing. And then we'd perform for our parents and stuff. Because my friend, yeah. her parents had a garage at the apartments, right? But they mm. actually parked their car in the garage like weirdos. Oh. And so when her mom was at work the garage was empty. So all summer long, we got to play in the garage with the door open. And so that was our stage. And so we were out of the street, but like everyone could still see us. <laughs> of course. That's important. We had our, we yeah. had our little boom box. And yeah. 
our three CDs. It was like Hanson, Spice World, and like I think Jewel. Oh, Jewel. We performed at the school talent show. Oh, fuck. Yes, we did. Oh, I did it twice then because I also did it um, when I lived with my mom in Westland. Oh, and and don't, Robin, don't forget my rendition of Destiny's Child. (laughs) What song did we perform? Uh, we vitamin C, the graduation song. That's what oh, I thought yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. That's the three of so us did. A downer. <laughs> well, it was our sixth grade graduation. We had to. Oh, ours too. Yeah. Eighth and then grade, I, I did one year because I went through a period in elementary school where I thought I had musical talent. Um, that is not the case. Okay. <laughs> But I really did think I think I could sing. Um, so one year I did Shania Twain, Man, I Feel Like a Woman. Um, and awesome. then I did I did Destiny's Child. And I'm trying to remember what fucking song. Jeffrey used to yell, like, into high school. Jeff would, like, yell it at me just to embarrass me because he thought it was fucking hilarious to bring it up. And it, like, haunted me. What was it, Robin? I feel like that was the year I was gone. <sighs> I think it might have been. It was their really popular one. I don't it's, know. Say my name. Yes. Bills, bills, bills. Okay. S- say my name. That's what it was. Say my name. And I wore a tube top. Oh, I had confidence, man. Oh, That's yeah. Awesome. It was a whole thing. That's great. <laughs> I love it. Elementary school, man. Oh, fuck. <sighs> so awesome. cringy. <laughs> Uh, okay, so Will does what any of us would when he feels like there's no good option. He beats the shit out of the automaton <laughs> until it's pieces of metal. Like okay, what you wish on. you could do to the printer at work. Yes. Why won't you copy? Take it okay. in the field. My husband's um, a bit of a mechanic. And that's, that's always his answer is he's like, look, if you've tried everything, bang on it see, yeah. see if that'll make it work it's like really Works with printers too sometimes yeah. <laughs> love tap that toner cartridge yep so after he does this the three of them tried to hide the remains i guess you'd call them remains i don't understand why like maybe from the other automatons maybe from will's maybe family from- a human like walking up on it rolling up on it being like what the hell is this like i feel like it yeah cause more questions than need it just seems weird because it's in like the foresty area like just go did you think about how cool it would be if someone dug them up and like our oh, like did. an archaeologist oh, is yeah. like what the <laughs> fuck i did <laughs> he's like dude it's real steampunk this is legit <laughs> i'm gonna put this on a top hat mm-hmm. awesome. oh my gosh okay so after they do all this digging and and whatever they head back to the carriage and this motherfucker got 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 got's chawl got's chawl yep riffraff yep Mm -hmm. he gives no shit so these kids are covered in mud and obviously have been into some like they've been doing some shit they've yeah right he does not care (laughs) he takes them directly to the train station he's just like i don't need their stories they're leaving bye (laughs) so tessa tries to get will talking on the way 
and um, just about like what went down and mentioning like that Sicily looks just like him. She's like, oh, she looks just like you, but he's not interested. He's he's somewhere <laughs> else still. <laughs> or he doesn't give a shit because this bitch is always talking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Jem notices that she's cold. So he puts he like pulls up a rug from the floor of the carriage and puts it on top of their laps and she can feel his body heat. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so then um Jem asks uh he takes a shot asking Will about Cecily. And um he is like, I thought your sister was dead. And Will is like, Yeah, she is dead. And I'm like, What? <laughs> <laughs> So confused. <laughs> I think of, I think of it like that thing where it's like, okay, you can't say anything you don't know, and it's like say anything about what? What are you talking about? <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, okay, yeah, yes, she is dead. Nothing yeah. has changed. What? Why would right. you even mention that, James? <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course, he would say James. You're absolutely Jimithin. right. <laughs> Jemison. Oh, my God. So um, Tessa's pretty out of it when they get onto the train. So this was all in the carriage. So now they're getting onto the train. Jem opens the door for her and Will. And although this doesn't seem important, I'm going to read it anyway because of what is said. So it's, quote, Later she would remember the way he looked, hanging on the door, hatless, calling to both of them, and recall staring out the window of the train as it pulled away. Seeing Gottschall. Got y'all. Got y'all. Standing on the platform looking after them with his unsettling dark eyes, his hat pulled low. So it doesn't feel important, but she says later she would remember it. So I feel like I had to read it because I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So um, here. So they all just sit in silence watching out the window like on the train ride back. And at some point, Jem whispers to Will in, in Latin. But again, Will doesn't answer. And I also think it's funny that not only is he speaking Latin, but he's whispering like Tessa's not going to hear him. Like, like Tessa knows fucking Latin. Exactly. Another language and in Latin. Like Robin could sit here and have a full on conversation in Spanish and I wouldn't know what the hell she's talking about. Right. She doesn't need to whisper. <laughs> so anyway, Will's not interested. Eventually, Jem leaves their compartment. Um, so, of course, Tessa takes this opportunity to try to make it all about her and Will again. <laughs> and she starts to try to talk about last night. And she started out and just literally just said about last night or something like that. And she was going to say, like, thank you for being nice to me or something. But Will cuts her off. And he's like, there was no last night. <laughs> and she's like, oh, really, bitch? So we just jumped from yesterday afternoon to this morning. Cool. Cool beans. <laughs> And he is like, bitch, do not test me right now. I'm going through some shit. Right. (laughs) So she continues to kind of test him. She pushes on and is like, bro, your sister's alive. Shouldn't you be happy? He like leans forward. um, And of course, he has to say her name. It's weird that he always has to say her name. But okay. Um, And then Justin Chime Gem comes in. (laughs) So... (laughs) We don't know what he was going to say. And Tessa's basically like, I don't know where his head's at. I don't know if he was going to like choke me or get up or what he was going to do. But he could have hugged me for all I know. Like, I, don't, I couldn't read his face. Basically, yeah. She was into it either way. Yeah. Yes. God. <laughs> okay. Ready? Mm-hmm. Ready? So Jim walks in and he starts ping ponging between Tessa and Will. 
commenting on how it's a miracle that she got him to say anything. And Tessa says, all it took was a trench coat and a boombox, baby. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Bad dad jokes. JK Rowling. <laughs> so Tessa does, however, actually say that Will didn't so much as converse, more like shout and be angry, which I think is dramatic, but whatever. Right. Yep. And Jim says that it's a start and then asks for her hands. And Tessa holds out her hands and is shocked that they're so dirty. I mean, I feel like at some point between the forest and here, she would have looked down at them. But, like, I guess not. Yeah. Oh, you mean the awkward carriage ride and the awkward ride in the, the cart thus far? She hasn't looked down at her hands once? You're not, she like, was even playing with your fingers, bit, nails, right? and, like, all that other stuff? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or when you got up from digging a grave with your bare fucking hands, you didn't brush your hands off and notice how dirty they were? Yep. There's a comment in the chapter that talks about how dirty her hands were getting as she was digging in them. Right. So yes. it must have not been her narration. It must have just been general, I think. Yep. Yeah. Omniscient. Yep. Jem starts wiping her hands clean with that wet rag that he brought in. And Tessa starts comparing herself to Jessamine, how she would never let her hands get filthy like this. And so she decides to tell Jim. She's like, yeah, you know what? Jessamine would like tell me that I have the hands of like a charwoman. Which, in case you have the urge to Google that shit like I did, let me mm-hmm. tell you. It means um, someone who is employed to clean house, like do the rough, basically. And in mm-hmm. Victorian times, they are the lowest of the pecking order. Still seems mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jim asks, <laughs> that, that's all there is to say. Their, their system mm-hmm. of society fucking sucked. Yep. <laughs> Jim asked Tessa, what would be so dishonorable about being a charwoman? Like, what's so dishonorable about that? Because mm-hmm. he's a sweetheart. And then he goes into how he saw Tessa chase after, then plunge herself into the fray and quote, if Jessamine does not know by now that there's honor and blood and dirt, she never will. Mm-hmm. That's what did right. you say? She's a ride or die? Mm-hmm. That's right. Yep. yep. Dogging on her when she's not even there, though. I think it's funny. <laughs> Tessa thanks Jim and then goes on about how she wasn't much help and was probably more in the way than anything. And he reminds her, like, well, this is why you're trading with fucking Gabriel. Yeah, like, how you he know? doesn't say, like, no, you were fine. <laughs> like, you were, you know, he's just like, that's why you're training. You were in the way. We want yep. you to learn. Bait. <laughs> This is my Tessa moment. Practicing. That's what I tell my daughter. (laughs) Practice makes perfect. Yep. (laughs) Okay. So this is my Tessa moment that is annoying to me. Mm -hmm. In this chapter, I told you I had one. Mm -hmm. She lowers her voice and asks Jim if he has any idea what could have happened to have the Herondales living in the house that Morty used to own. Like, do you know? Do you have any idea? And I understand that this is used for character building Mm-mm. slash internal monologue that follows. But I hate all these passages that take away from Tessa's intelligence. Because, mm-hmm. of course, Jim doesn't know. If he did, he would have said something in the hours prior that they've all been crammed into small quarters, like traveling. You've yep. been stuck right. together in tiny sardine spaces. You literally felt his body heat. But he's just been sitting on it. He's right. got an idea, but he's not going to share it with the class. He didn't bring well, okay. enough cupcakes to for be everybody. Fair, to be fair, his track record of recent not telling them about the, the metal. 
That's fair. I mean, <laughs> that's fair. But also, like, why are you trying to have this conversation? Will is in the cart with you. Why are you trying to, like, he knows you're talking about him. <laughs> yeah. Like, when they were talking shit about Jessamine, she was in the room. Yeah. <laughs> that's, some awkward, that's some cold shit. Yep. She just Damn. takes a teacup out of her bodice. She like, she's <laughs> like, ah, shit. Let's do go. tell. <laughs> but I, I get what you mean. Like, it's, it's like, why it could have so easily been just tweaked to, do you have a theory? Right. Uh-huh. So what do you think? Yeah. What do you think? Like, what, what does this mean? Do you think? Like, ask, not, do you know? Like, it's, <sighs> It's like when you're watching a movie with someone and you're like, what's going to happen? Or that someone asks you that and you're like, I don't, we're watching the same movie. I don't know. <laughs> You've seen just as much as I have. My kid does that. Right. Yep. <laughs> anyway, That's I so, feel you. I feel you. Yep. That character building piece I alluded to is Tessa realizing she always thought of Will as Jim's protector and like the older brother. But it's not always the case. It's like they have, I don't know. God, what's that word? A friendship? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Somebody can't always be the needy one. That's that's not how Mm -hmm. friendships or relationships work. If you're if you're 80, what is it? 80 30? (laughs) All the time. 80, 20. 20. 80, 20. It's too it's okay. late to math. I love you. <laughs> 70, 30. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's like three quarters of a jacket, two thirds of a jacket. They're shadow hunters, so they get extra percentages. It's like oh, two fourths God. of a jacket, man. Mm-hmm. That's what I meant. Anyway, the person that's running at 80 is going to get burnt out and be done, is what I'm trying to say. Right. Mm-hmm. There's got to be some, you, it's barely 50-50, but there's got to be some swapping. Well, and even even if there are times when it is 70-30, that needs to swing the other way. Exactly. From time to time. Right. And obviously Jim is physically unwell, mm-hmm. but Will is mentally unwell. Right. And yeah. Jim is mentally fit. So you'd think, you yeah, know. Yeah, he is. He is mentally fit. <laughs> Jim, I wrote this kind of weird because I'm mm-hmm. sidebarring in my own script. Mm-hmm. I'm going back to okay. the moment. What actually happens in the book, chronologically for the characters, is Tessa mm-hmm. asks Jim, hey, do you have any idea? And he's like, no, I don't. But I do think this whole thing is basically just Morty flexing to show them how powerful he is and that he's in it to play the long game. Mm. And in that moment, there's no time passing while she's having the internal monologue about the boys. Right. Um, I just thought of something. Can I chime in really quick? Of here? course. Please do. Um, so I'm curious why there were automatons with this message at that house, at this manor. Like, they must have known. He, Mortmain must have known that they were going to go get the records at some point or something. But, like, do or- you think... I don't know. It just... I don't know. I, I have an It makes inkling. me wonder if somehow he magically put in that address or something. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. He he has obviously been able to use magic somehow in the past. 
I have an inkling. I think the that automaton was magic-y. sent to follow them wherever they went and ended up following oh. them to York. But okay. I think he thought ahead enough just knowing, like, because he's super smart. We know he's smart, right? Mm-hmm. So as he's weaving his master plan, I think he's like, fuck, they have, what information do they have on me that they can use against me? Okay, so now whatever he's done with the Herondales, he's put them, he's put them there on purpose. I'm certain. Right. Like that, okay, well, if they do go down this road, this is what they're going to find. And they'll know that I can get them anywhere, you know, whatever. (laughs) I'm the boogeyman. But I, but I think the the automaton itself, I think it was just sent to follow them when they left the institute. Like, okay, like it's been in York for a long time, just waiting to see if they showed up. Ooh, maybe yeah. He sent it there. He has them in different that would places. Make sense. I'm wondering yeah. if somebody at the York Institute is a spy. Mm-hmm. And then when Ooh. Charlotte sent the letter that said they were coming, they tipped off old Morty McFly. Yeah, one of his 27 servants. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. There's enough of them. And then he's like, he doesn't seem yes. like a great guy. I, I could see them backstabbing him. Mm-hmm. Aloysius. Aloysius. No, I can't get that out of my head. Uh, <laughs> yep. He's malicious, <laughs> right? Yes. And fictitious. Mm. Fictitious. <laughs> anyway. And delicious. Uh, no. I looked up the rhymes. There's auspicious. There was lots of them. I just couldn't get the rest of the stuff together. It was good. Yep. Tessa tells Jim in response to his thought that she's just like, yeah, that Morty guy, man. I just, I don't know what he wants from me. I mean, like, he said he wanted to marry me and use my power and keep me, like, as a prisoner. But, like, I don't know what he really wants. Like, can you tell me? This whole, like, I brought you into this world, I can take you out of it thing, it's like a real downer for me. <laughs> it's a bummer, as Amanda would say. Yep, it's a bummer. <laughs> Jim pshaws her worries away, telling her that nothing's going to happen, and um, she handles herself pretty well out there against that robot, if he does say so himself. So she tells him about how her clockwork angel came alive to save her again, and she didn't really do much. She's also not sure why it chooses to activate, and coupled with her powers, you know, it's like her girl Sarah would say, it's really building a mystery. Dude. Like, why is, your why is Tessa, Amanda? Huh? <laughs> Why is Tessa so stupid right now? She's, you know what? I will give her. She was like me recording the other day when I fell asleep when Amanda was talking. (laughs) She's really tired. Okay. I think that she just, I do this sometimes when there's cheese mate and there's nothing else to say, but I don't want to stop talking about it. So I just keep sitting there going, I really want to know. Like, and I just keep Mm. repeating myself. I feel like that's sort of the spiral that she's in. She just, she's got to know the cheese mate, but there's no way to get any answers. So let's just start making shit up just to. (laughs) Like, like maybe this whole Mortmain thing, like everyone's focusing on like stopping Mortmain. Yeah. But like. She's more like, yeah, but no one wants to talk about what he wants with me. And, like, I need yeah. to, like, discuss this. So maybe it's more like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Need to decompress. Yeah. Restructure. It's just the, like, the way she said, like, I don't know what he could possibly want with me. I don't know. He fucking told you. 
like that's what I'm saying. I, well, we the, know now. Let's ask. He tried to give her questions. his father's watch. Like, well, it's and just silly. I I think this is something that, unfortunately, I I think falls on these characters often within the Shadowhunter series, is that they they don't they ask very generic questions that anyone could <laughs> ask instead of having their own like having their personality be expressed through their dialogue in a way of like showing how they think right like ask more questions tessa you know ask okay how does he want to use my power right mm-hmm. that, that that's a, a more interesting question that shows that she's more <coughs> concerned about her herself being used as a weapon right it shows mm-hmm. personality mm-hmm. instead of like what could he possibly want with me i'm like fucking get deeper people i don't like i don't like small talk in my regular life i don't want to read about it yeah i mean yeah i don't i get to sit back in my judgment chair i didn't write a best-selling <laughs> series of books but. No, I no no no, and I'm I'm certainly not. I obviously love these. We obviously started a podcast. It's just there are certain things that like I think when you love something, you get to analyze it and be hypercritical, and you, you know because you've read it so many times because you know it so well, and you know. And I do every, think it nothing's gets better perfect as every book comes out. It gets better and better and better. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. And, just when I'm just because sometimes I'm frustrated with a character doesn't mean I don't love them. It's just I I'm I'm emoting. I'm feeling emotions based on their actions, which is exactly what the purpose of a book is. Yeah. Yep. Our PSA for the, for the episode. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Jim agrees with Tessa on her That's crazy, man. <laughs> and <laughs> it's a good thing that Starkweather was totes cool with us looking through his records the way that way you didn't have to turn into him. Tessa agrees that she really wasn't looking forward to tasting that old man coffee breath in her mouth. But if the need ever arises, she took a button that popped off his coat. So there's a contingent backup plan. Jim is like, team money coming in clutch. I knew bringing you was the right thing to do. Then he starts having a coughing fit. But unlike me, he wasn't eating too quickly because all he had was coffee and dinner was just too delicious. Yep. The cough. Yep, dude. Eating too fast. Yep. Especially like spicy soup. (laughs) Will's not dead to the world, and the coughing fit arouses his attention for a moment until he realizes that. Sorry. Until he realizes that there isn't any blood involved. So we can go back to looking out the window and listening to Until the Day I Die by Story of the Year and making his (laughs) own music video in his head. His little emo fantasy is coming true. (laughs) I love it. Jim tells the room he just had some dust tickle the back of his throat, but he's cool as a cucumber. Then out of nowhere, Tessa's like, fuck, I think I left the hair straightener on. (laughs) Just kidding. She forgot to give Jim his ring back. So embarrassing. But it's cool because Jim told her not to worry because he likes the way that it looks on her. Damn. I find it interesting that it fits her. Like I was wondering that too. Generations. It just fits everyone. Yeah. Is she wearing it on her thumb? It's like Kristen's ring. That one. I used to wear yeah. a thumb ring. I've had this since I was seventeen years old. 
My skin has grown awesome. around it. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or maybe maybe it has magic that it'll like magically fit. It's gotta right? something. What what good is magic if you can't use it for shit like that, right? Mm-hmm. Convenience for all. Yeah, just the small stuff though. <laughs> Tessa's cheeks get warm as the train whistles and someone starts shouting King Cross Station. There's a lot of commotion and noise. And then Will gets to his feet and just jumps out of the train as it's trying to stop. He just legit Barry Goldberg's out of there, guys. <laughs> Doesn't even roll an ankle. No. She's like, wow, if he wasn't a hunter of shadows, he would be, like, really hurt. Right? That was intense. And Jim like, gets up and makes a move to go after him, but then he realizes that he would be leaving Tessa behind with all the fucking bags. So he oh, stops yeah. himself. She's got like, skirts to carry. She's I know bags too. <laughs> Tessa's like, it, 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 it's fine, you know. You, sh- you should go after him. Like, it's it's cool, you know. He's. He's cosplaying Batman again, and, you know, he gets in trouble when he's, like, looks over the night. Parkour. (laughs) Parkour. (laughs) Jim's like, it's fine. Like, Will's a big boy. He can take care of himself. Besides, he likes to be alone and broody sometimes, and he probably doesn't want to have to go sit there and, like, recount all the deets of what just happened to Charlotte and the gang. Yeah. It's fair. I wouldn't so want to Tessa, be part of that conversation either. Dude, no. I mean, I would because I like to gossip. But like. Yeah. Right. Especially if like Will wasn't there. Because right. then it wouldn't be as emotional. Right. Mm-hmm. Be like, dude, there was this sour wine. You don't, you, you don't psycho. have to feel bad or guilty about mm-hmm. talking about it. Yeah. And you don't Gossiping. have to be there when um, Tessa confronts Charlotte about why there's so many more servants over there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Get some people to help my girl Sophie, yo. What's up? (laughs) How rude. Tessa stops to think about Will's brooding blue eyes and how they looked so lonely and stark the last time that, you know, they talked. All those 20 minutes ago. Mm -hmm. So she just really (laughs) hopes that Jim was right. Finn. (laughs) That's it. That's all she wrote. That's it. Make sure that you make sure that you've read Chapter Seven: The Curse for next week's episode. For behind-the-scenes content and the latest updates, check us out on Instagram at Downworlderdishpodcast. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.